Hi, my name is Brother Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. Let's talk about Lent. Um, when it comes to Lent, we know we have to do something, we have to give up something for Lent. Obviously, we all have this. But one of the things that we typically can do, we can fall into the trap of either seeing Lent as like, this is the time when I really just challenge myself and try to do something impossible, not because it's like a good thing for me to do, but just kind of like, I wonder if I can do something difficult. Or we do the opposite. We like, we do something so minimal that it actually makes no difference in our life and we hardly even noticed it. I once knew a woman who would give up eating watermelon for Lent in Minnesota in the winter time. Uh, she may or may not have been one of my sisters. Or, or we do the, well, the whole twofer, the twofer thing. Like, well, I mean, I guess I had been meaning to lose some weight anyways, and um, I'm, I, if I gave up snacking, then maybe I get, you know, two for one kind of a thing. No, that's not bad, but it misses the point. The point of Lent is what? Well, where's the origin of Lent? Back in the day, like like almost 2,000 years ago, almost, I mean, a couple centuries shy, people come into the church. It was a long process. And the last little stretch of time in that coming into the church was a season called the season of purification and enlightenment. The whole idea was this, okay, what's still in my life that can't be in my life if I'm going to follow after Jesus? So I need to be purified of that. The second thing, enlightenment, is what are the ways in which I need to take steps to follow after Jesus, to get closer to him, and to start conforming my life to his. How can I let God use this time in me to make me the person he wants me to be? How do I be a saint? So, you can realize this. Okay, so giving up some M&Ms might not make me a saint. What will? Jesus would often talk about these three areas, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. My invitation to you is pick one thing in these three areas, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and do that thing. But when you do it, be really intentional. So when it comes to prayer, okay, what's one thing, what's one kind of way in which you can develop your relationship with Jesus through prayer this Lent? So sometimes, again, people say, well, I know I'm going to pray 12 rosaries a day. Why? Because it's really tough and I think I'd probably grow. Well, if you think that that is actually what God's calling you to, then fantastic. Maybe go ahead and try that. I like to just take time aside and have just 15 minutes, not forever, but just 15 minutes or reading the Gospels, or I'll, I'll listen to them, and I'll listen to like the audio Bible, whatever, um, and just listen to the Gospels and just kind of sit with Jesus and um, walk with him through the Gospels. I'll press pause or I'll stop reading and just kind of pray and sit with Jesus. Those 15 minutes are so helpful. They're, they're not like deal breakers in the sense that they're not so difficult, but they are incredibly helpful because I know that they get me closer to Jesus. So what's one prayer thing you could do that would actually help you get closer to Jesus. Second thing, fasting. Now, keeping in mind that the church only asks us to actually fast on two days, Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, and Good Friday, the day after the end of Lent, or the first day of the Triduum, Good Friday, and, and Ash Wednesday. And that fast also, I mean, you've probably heard about this. It's like, what, two small meals and one regular size meal that's not bigger than both two small meals, you know, two small meals combined, whatever. It's not really a fast. It's fine because, I mean, the fasting isn't about how hard it is. It's about how, is it, how does it conform our hearts to Jesus? So what, what, what kind of fast do you need to have in your life? Your fast doesn't have to have anything to do with food. Maybe you'd say, well, I want to fast from um, social media. Or I want to fast from uh, something even more particular, from checking my phone all the time. I want to fast from texting. I mean, I imagine if you're living with someone, if you're living with your family, if you have some friends, one of the things that they probably notice is how often you are on your phone. Maybe a fantastic thing to do for you during Lent is to say, I'm going to fast from that. I'm only going to check my phone maybe 
whatever the thing is. You set it up for yourself. But what's something that you could get out of your life that will purify your life? I know so many of my college students, and not just our college students, but college students or just people, young adults, who they're their go-to. I'm not, th I'm not doing anything, Netflix. I'm supposed to be doing something, Netflix. Maybe, maybe, if you say, I need to purify my life from some things that are keeping me from the Lord, and Netflix is, or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, whatever the thing is, it's keeping me from being present. So maybe that's something you need to fast from. So prayer, fasting. Third thing, almsgiving. And the first two are kind of about you. So oh, what do I need to be purified from? What do I, how do I need to get closer to the Lord? Almsgiving is all about how can I um, allow this time, how can, I, how can I let God use me during this time to bless others? Now, it can, can, could actually be, okay, who am I going to give money to? could be about money. But I know other people who will say this. They'll say, um, I'm going to give time. How do you give time? You can volunteer, of course. Um, but that's not an everyday kind of thing. I know some people who have taken Lent and what they've done is they've decided that for every day during Lent, they're going to write a small note, short note of encouragement or short note of gratitude to people in their lives who they're thankful for. And so at the beginning of Lent, they write down 40 names, so it's already decided. And then each day, sit down, here's a note. Write it to the person, send it in the mail, send it off. And that kind of thing is just like I'm taking time to bless someone else. So it's basically an almsgiving kind of thing. Now, you might decide that you actually want to give money. So great thing to do is to do that consistently throughout the entire season of Lent. One of the, one of the most common things that we have, of course, in, in our churches is we have Catholic relief services. And so you have those Operation Rice Bowl, the cardboard thing, you pop it into a box and it's really cool, it sits on the, on the countertop. No, that's great. But here's the thing. We have to do it like Jesus would do it. So would Jesus throw his leftover pennies that he didn't even want in Operation Rice Bowl and be like, hey, I'm a good person. I'm Jesus. That's my voice for Jesus, apparently. I am a good person. I put some pennies into a box. What is that? Let's be intentional about this. At the end of Lent, when you open up your Operation Rice Bowl, you should only see silver and green and white, like green dollars, right? Because, <laughs> because of this. Because how life-transforming for yourself is it if I just throw in what's left over? Secondly, if we're actually called to be Christians, we're called to not just give from our surplus, we're actually called to give from our need. We're actually called to give from our substance, not just our surplus. So, this Lent, what's one thing you're going to do in the area of prayer that will actually help you get closer to the Lord? One thing in the area of fasting that will actually purify, get, get some, really, some, some things out of your life that you just don't need? And what's one thing in your life, one way that this land you're going to be um, giving alms or giving back or offering to other people. Now, here's the last thing. When it comes to what you're doing for Lent, should you ever tell anyone? And of course, the first reading of the first day of Lent, Ash Wednesday, is always about don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing and, and keep your secret, your, your holy deeds private, that kind of thing, which is awesome because that's what Jesus said. But here's my thing. I think people get a little too preoccupied, a little too like sensitive about like, well, I don't want to you know, tell people what I'm doing for Lent because I don't want to get a big head. I don't want to be prideful. Now, here's the thing. You might be like the most hardcore Catholic on your block in your neighborhood. And so like, yeah, I'm giving up beer for Lent. Whoa, dude, you're hardcore. But if you realize that there are saints throughout the history of the church who like literally gave up food for Lent, the entire season of Lent, I'm not saying that's a good thing to do, but I'm just saying that like my, 
oh, I'm giving up coffee isn't as hardcore as I think it is. And so if I think, oh, well, I don't want to get prideful or get a big head, <laughs> like, you won't. It's actually a bit more humbling to say, what are you doing for Lent? Well, I'm praying 15 minutes every night. Oh, thank you, Father. That's really intense. Well, no, it doesn't have to be intense. I know that it helps. So for you, sometimes if someone asks what you're doing for Lent, don't worry about being prideful. It's probably not that big of a deal. From all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless. Thank you.